everyone. Hi, hi guys. How you doing? Welcome uh, back. Yeah, welcome back to our voices. Yes, thank um, you. We missed you last week, but we did. massive thank you to Kalisha and Francis, yep. aka the homie Kalisha and yours truly Frank. <coughs> yours truly Francis. Sorry, Get it right. Sorry. Um, yeah, last week was the credit score episode. Yep. And really, really good episode. Credit score rules everything come out around me. Around me, yeah. I was yeah. impressed by I that. Like, yeah, I really like well. the wordplay. They did well. <laughs> but um, the feedback's been really, really good. Yes, definitely. And it, they were able to deliver such crucial information, but in a easy to understand, easy to digest yeah. way. And it's such an important topic. Yeah. It's, and it's one we've been asked about quite a bit. Yeah. I was literally sitting in the car taking notes, thinking, well, I didn't know certain things affected my credit score. So mm. massive thank you for them for covering for us when we weren't able to be there to the point where we're sitting here wondering if they still yeah. need us. Please, <laughs> please like, make sure you vote to keep us on. You know, because... <laughs> That episode was so good. It's like, rah, do we, yeah. do we need to go? But, um, no, nah, jokes aside, thank you. It was a really, really good episode and I'm glad that they were able to. Yeah. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Yeah. It was a really good episode. But, um, this time we're bringing you something slightly different. Yep. For sure. So, uh, alongside uh, the House of Commons and the Elam shows that we recently done, uh, we were given an opportunity to work with uh, the Hear Me Out show on ABN Radio. Yep. We also have yep. a channel on Sky, actually. You should check them out. Very good platform. Um, we did a month-long uh, kind of trial with them. Where yep. We did four episodes, yep. uh, live shows on Saturday mornings. Uh, and kind of what we were thinking is where not everyone got to listen to it. We'd yeah. play it back for you guys. Yeah, we'll play you back, give you an episode, give you a taster of the kind of things that we covered. Um, just to... For the people that weren't able to tune in on Saturday mornings and just to hear how you like the way we delivered it, yep. the things that we covered, yep. it was slightly different and we were able to talk about some of the things we've covered on the show already, but obviously um, talking to the hosts, them bringing their experiences, them asking us their questions. Mm-hmm. We also got to speak to some uh, people of the older generation, some parents that got to listen and talk to us about um, just finances and what the older generation were able to teach their kids yeah. or not able to teach their kids mm-hmm. due to lack of information. So it was really, really good, really, really good opportunity, really, really good insight to the kind of questions that some of the older generation, um, the older generation not born here. Yeah, um, for sure. It, yeah, just a real, it was a really, really good opportunity. Yeah. And we wanted you to have a bridge listen. the gap between, you know, the older generation and ourselves uh, so that we can all kind of move forward together. Yeah, definitely. And um, talk about what, hasn't been done correct and then also talk about how to rectify it and move forward and that's the main point of this podcast right how can we move forward exactly exactly um but yeah so we wanted to bring you one of the episodes that we done yep and just to get your feedback let us know how you find it how do you find the interaction what kind of topics would you like to hear on the radio because we may I think we are going to have opportunity to go back and yep. continue to work with the Hear we'll Me Out show. Negotiations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely something that we're, we we're, we're thinking about and they, they're thinking about. So give us your feedback. This we bring into episode 25 Correct. Yep. of the Making Sense podcast. Something slightly different. So let us know how you like it. But um, as always, continue to rate us, subscribe, share. Thank you for your ongoing listens. It's yep. been great so far. And we're just going to continue. We are definitely working on our next show. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Um, so we've got meetings in that, in diary. Yes. To discuss that actually. So more coming soon. But thank you for your continued yeah. listening. Thank you to Francis and Kanisha. And um, yeah, 
just listen on let us know what you think it's episode 25 of the making sense podcast hope you enjoy hope you enjoy guys take Take care. care bye people it's your girl i'm a london and i'm here with the making sense podcast crew how are you guys doing hi hello 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 hello. hi also on the line we have grace is grace there Hey, shout out to the homies. Shout out to the homies. (laughs) 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 Yes, we finally have amazing Grace on the line with us, live and direct. So, Rachel, here is Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) That was so energy. (laughs) So extra. But yes, we're here back in studio with your peeps as well. We also have some would you rather questions coming up with Rachel. So, I thought let's go straight into that before, you know, we get into more details about. How you been spending money back in the day? How you doing it now? You know, <laughs> and the back some goods about it. But yeah, Grace. I mean, Rachel. Sorry. So the first question is: Would you rather go to jail for your significant other? Oh, what's the other option? Please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need another option. Um, I was stuttering there. <laughs> okay. So you asked me: Would I go to jail for my significant other? Yeah. Uh, you know, it depends on the circumstances. Right. You know, if, if, I don't know, it depends on what you've done, what you haven't done, what you've been accused of. But if you're out there being reckless, then I'm sorry, you're just going to have to learn. (laughs) We had this conversation just like two days ago about going to prison and waiting for each other and whatever. And I learned a lot about my wife (laughs) in that conversation. You learn that it will depend on what you do. So yes, like you said, it depends on what you've done. The reason why would I have to go for my significant other? Is yeah, it because of different times. If he was gonna get five years and no, I would no, only no, no, get no. one, stop lying. So basically, consider- she said she would wait for me, <laughs> and before she could finish that sentence, I said, "Would you wait ten years?" And she stopped in her tracks and looked at me like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> and then what, 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 I can't remember. I stopped listening after, after that. that. After ten years is a long time, so I need to know what you did. Yeah, okay. if you've done something extremely reckless to deserve that ten years. I can't wait. Not just because of the time, but can I be with somebody that does that? No. Yeah. yeah, That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Right. Would I go to jail for my significant other? It just depends on so many different um, factors. Well, for me, so no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to jail for no one. No one should be putting me in no predicament predicament for me to be going to jail for you. So no. (laughs) No, I'm with Kalisha on that one. Because like, if my significant other has done something and, you know, he's going, he has to learn the hard way. If you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Don't do what you went yeah, and did. What if you'll get less time than they will? So I'm still ain't going to jail. Like the thought of being in a box. Be a man. For, Step for, up, no, 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 no. You have to go. Kalisha, <laughs> don't trigger me today, please. Don't trigger me. What did you say? <laughs> if we're going to do this be a man, we'll do this be a woman thing and it'll be, be, we'll be here all day. <laughs> please. <laughs> Grace, what about you? Grace, what are you doing? Are you going to say? I would say... I don't know, like, I, I feel like, yeah, if, like, if it's my significant other, yeah, I don't know. I feel like things like, it's actually when you're in the situation, because I could easily say, like, hell to die, like, I'm not gonna go. Or I could say, I don't know. yeah, I just feel like it depends. Like, 
Yeah, it depends on the amount of time. It depends how long I've been with this person. Like, so this is just like my boyfriend getting new boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so we all agree yeah. that, you know, we have different, you know, answers. And obviously it was... It wasn't a long time, and maybe yeah, I would. Get, if it's me that's going, I would get a lesser time than. Maybe, well, I don't really but, understand how. Oh, it's all right. But yeah, <laughs> oh, I, yeah, it's it's a tricky one. I yeah, think. that was very tricky. <laughs> and I've the next question is: mm-hmm. you have one wish, but it expires in twenty four hours. What would it be? Oh my gosh! Just one. That's a mm. hard question. <laughs> You've got 24 hours for this wish. It could be anything you want. So hang on, what you get lasts for 24 hours? Or your wish? Your ability to make the wish? Yeah, your ability to make the wish. So once I've made it, it can last as long as it needs Yeah. Oh. Um, it's between endless money and world peace. Oh, that's me as well. I was yeah. thinking money. Oh, that's it. Well, <laughs> me too. I was thinking money. money. Yeah. But the thing is, I feel like yeah. world peace and like world peace, world equality will come with more money for everybody because there'll be less people there in the dire, poor situations. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'm leaning towards that, but then part of me thinks, oh, the selfish part of me thinks endless money. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think mine would be, yeah, world, world equality, right? Because if everyone's equal, you won't need loads of money because everyone will have what they need. Yeah. So. Money. Money, money, ah, money. Kalisha, we're going to be friends. Because the money is what I'm thinking about. Yeah. It's That's just it. the selfish part of me was just thinking money. Like, it, nothing else came after that. Like, it was so bad. Ah, you know, it's natural, right? Most people are going to think like that because of the situation we're in now. Yeah. In terms of the economy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but money struggling. gets everything, though. Like, exactly. like um, well, uh, I don't know who, who said it, but, like, um, if you... Like wanting world peace, like money would help solve that because if everybody has that money, it can make. Yeah, I feel like yeah, you need money. So <sighs> that's yeah, an interesting one because some people could argue that money is is what's causing the lack of peace out there. Right, the pursuit of money is why we have war. Mm-hmm. Some people could argue. Yeah. To be yeah. honest, I agree with you on that, Jerome. That's I feel like money has its ways. It has like it's good if you know how to use it and you have the right motive for using it. But money can, they also said money is the root of all evil. Yeah, I, you know what? I think money is a tool and it just shows what humans are. Exactly. So if you're good, you'll be good with it. If you're bad, you'll but be you're bad, bad with it. Like, it, is, it. I don't think it causes evil. No. It's just a reflection of I, that. Of the yeah, person I feel using like, it, right? I agree with you because I feel like if the person has the right motive, you'll see what they'll do with the money. I'm thinking like when it comes to money, people can do very foolish things, sometimes even go to the point of doing illegal activity for the money. Yeah, of course. So. Money gets us through life, and some people just love money more than they love their life and value it. Yeah. Which I find, which I find very sad because. Or value other people. Yeah, because if you die, how are you gonna spend that money? So I, I really need people to understand the love of money is just. It won't. It won't make you happy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because like people are like, oh, when I'm rich, I'm not gonna need anyone. Money is not gonna speak to you. <laughs> Money's not gonna say I love you. Money's not gonna say, oh, come give me a hug. Like you need to like be more aware that 
money isn't everything. You're going to eventually need someone to talk to. You're going to eventually need someone to communicate with. You can't be like, oh, money is just yeah. it's the not, only thing I want. It better situations, though. It does. And it helps it your friends and family. It's just, just, it's just about ha- having money in the right hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Think, yeah it's, I feel like if it's in the right hands, it's mm. good. And knowing that it's not everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, I just see it as really objectively as nothing more than a tool um, to do. It's what you do with your money, which is important. It's not how much you have, because you can have loads of money and be extremely miserable. And there's yeah. places in the world where they don't have a lot of money, and they're, they're living longer or, and they're a lot more happier. So it's, it's, it's just a tool yeah. in your mindset, I think. And I, I think agree. if you mismanage that, that's when you can come a cropper and have issues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just needs to be in the right hands and managed the right way. Yeah. And For that's sure. how so. And if you yeah. listen to us every week, we'll teach you how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Alright. Oh, so next question is would you rather speak your mind, everything that comes to your mind, or never ever utter a word again, never speak again? Speak your mind. Everything that comes to mind. Bye bye. I do kind of do that anyway to a certain extent. So, which is great. <laughs> Speak your mind. Th- that's a very tough one for me. <laughs> that's a very tough yeah. one. I think both of those will lead me to have not, in, not very many friends. Because exactly. <laughs> if I don't talk, no one want to be around me. And if I said everything on my mind, whoa. <laughs> it is reckless. No, I'm not gonna lie. Like if I if I don't speak again, people think I'm weird. But if I say everything that comes to my mind, I'm not, I'm just gonna wind yeah, up I don't know. having people not talk to me anymore. I, think that's I, a lose, I already lose. have less friends and but I'm trying to lose anyone. at least people know where they stand they know you're, and that yeah. could be the problem <laughs> that could be the problem yeah that's what I, I'm thinking I'm very I'm very calm and I'm very reserved but if you push me you might not want to hear the words that come out of my mouth and I don't want to be that person I think everybody should just speak their mind that way the world gets used to it then no one gets offended and mm. good point but point. you know what's funny sometimes you actually you are that person already you just don't know who you are what the person that just speaks their mind yeah which is great that's where did great. you read that I didn't read it, I just came straight from my brain. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think from time to time. No, 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 you don't. This is our thing, this is our thing. <laughs> or maybe just mine. <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking, speaking your mind is like, is, is a good thing because then people can't treat you a certain way or look down upon you because I feel like for me, in order for me to be like brutally honest, there needs to be like some type of pressure applied. Because mm. usually I'm cool and reserved, but if you start putting pressure on me, then eventually I start ticking. Yeah, it's a and cultural then, thing as well. English people, they're, they're not very prone to saying what they think. Yeah. It's, you know, it's more very, let's be gentle. Let's, if it's bad, let's not say it's bad. Let's, let's give them constructive feedback. Whereas mm. in Europe, it's more like, no, this is terrible. You can't do, ever do this again. Yeah. So I think it's all culturally. That's a good yeah. point. And, and also, also, with my background and where I come from, Ghanaians will just give it to you straight. Mm. If it's hey, not good, it's not good. They'll say it. But that can only happen after you pass a certain age. When you're young, you can't speak your mind. No. <laughs> yeah. I still yeah. Remember, yeah. mum protest. I protest. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I speak to my mum. We have, as a, as we a have child, these debates. You're second class citizen <laughs> in the house. Oh, second? No. You have you no did right. Well. We were third in mind. <laughs> not me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> that doesn't apply to you me. I, I speak my numbers. mind. I speak my mind. Well, I always say something. I, I do, I do argue. And my mum was, she's just come to the point where she knows I was born and raised here. And you know, yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. ask questions and I'm going to be like, why? Regardless yeah. of how she puts it out. Like, we were, we were talking about curfews and that. And she's like, nah, 
you're 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 not you're not old enough in my eyes to go and I was just like why she's like why are you asking me why I said it I said this I said that and I'm thinking she's just gonna come to oh. terms I'm gonna ask why you have a caller oh oh wow oh, wow oh, already we haven't even started yet wow. <laughs> hi caller it's, it's a hear me out show can I get your name please shut your mouth Oh my days! Thank you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Get off the line, man. Well, what's wrong with me? Hello, sir. Hello. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I just thought I was just calling. My name is um <clears throat> Frederick. I live in. The- <laughs> 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 and now I just thought I'd join in the conversation. Okay, you sound familiar, yeah, Frederick. Thanks for calling. Hey, so it's hella familiar. Yeah, a lot of people want to be me. So yeah, I, I can imagine. I'm surprised. That's crazy. See someone like Dan Croyd. Wow. <laughs> All right, say nothing. So you're here to join. Yeah, no, but it's, uh, and that brings us to the, today's topic, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spending yeah. habits. habits. Yeah. And what your parents taught you or about, didn't teach you. <laughs> Let's just go around the room of who is actually in the studio today. So my name's Emma London. Mm-hmm. You also have Grace on the line. Hi, Grace. Hi. Hi, let's have Rachel. Hey. Yeah, uh, you got Jerome or Jay here. Yeah, got Sam. Yours truly, Francis. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and you got Kalisha here. He even changed his social media. He even changed his name on Twitter as well. Is it? And he's been consistent with it. I've two options as I actually. So it's yours truly, Francis, or truly yours, Francis. Uh, let's go with the former because the latter is kind of cheesy. That was a little bit cheesy. So it's Francis. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the Making Sense podcast crew. We have in the Hear Me Out show studios with us on ABN Radio. Sorry to announce that's our official radio station. We're just the show on the radio. <laughs> but yeah, this is the guys here. And we're going to speak about spending habits. I'm quite shy about this topic because uh, I have a bad spending habit. But you guys can start off and tell us what you discussed on your podcast beforehand about this topic. Okay. So. It's two. So it's two. Yep. And what your parents have taught us. Yeah. Okay. So we covered this covered this episode. It was episode number ten, and it would be a good thing to speak about because we found that when we done our show at the House of Commons, a lot of people talked about um, not having the knowledge or feeling like our elders didn't have the knowledge for a various number of reasons. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't passed down to us. So we spoke about how we could pass knowledge over as soon as we have it but we talked about the reasons why we feel like our parents weren't able to give us the information that we needed yeah so yeah yeah. one of the first questions we touched on was why we feel like we didn't get that information do we think that our parents didn't have the information is there a correlation between not having the information and what was being passed on to us so that was the first thing yeah um yeah, I think one thing I'd tack on to that, I think the reason why we recognised this was quite important, um, kind of feeds into the whole reason why we're doing the pod, right? Mm-hmm. So we're trying to promote financial literacy and increase that amongst everybody, right, that will listen right. to us. Mm-hmm. And if you speak to people that are generally financially literate, some of the responses I've been getting back is having their parents taught them this. Yeah. Because this isn't taught in schools. This isn't, yeah. it's something that's being spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some people doing it over in America, but generally here, no one teaches you how to use money. I agree. They teach you how to earn it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Really. And then you look at various other sources of what to do with it. And that might be quite frivolous. Um, so where it's not in schools at the minute is really going to be for parents to teach their kids. Uh, we, weren't really taught historically we kind of thought that go, by going to university we'll learn everything about life that we need and it didn't do that for anybody mm-hmm. um so i think we're going to have to be that generation to teach our kids to be financially responsible and literate mm-hmm. and they're going to need it even more than we did because it's going to be so much easier for them to spend and harder for them to save 
than it is for us as it was for our parents. You know, yeah. it's so much easier for them to save because there's less to spend on. Mm. That's true. It wasn't as easy to spend. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's kind of why this is important. You need to recognize that we weren't taught certain things mm. and understand why. Get the knowledge that we mm. need and start passing it on to our kids. And in terms of the why, why do we think that our parents weren't able to teach us certain things? I think in my situation, I was taught to save money. Yeah, same. And simply, that was it, save. So if you earn, don't spend everything and just save, save as much as you can. Um, I just was taught to be very, very frugal. But I wasn't taught to maybe try to grow the money that I'm saving. Mm. I wasn't really shown what I could do, how to make that money multiply. So my teachings were literally just don't, just don't overspend. Yeah. 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 And what is good credit and what is bad credit, the differences as well. Mm -hmm. See, I didn't get taught that. I didn't really have that. I I didn't have that credit conversation until I was much, much older when I kind of had to find it out myself. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I was kind of made aware of the negative sides of credit, you know, being blacklisted and not being able to get things, but not how to potentially build your credit where to go and look for it. Yeah. You know, if there are issues, how to address them, yada, yada, how to not get into that bad situation. Yeah. There's just more examples of people probably had taken out loans, not serviced them well, and are in a bad situation. So immediately you're like, okay, I'm not ever going to take out a loan because I don't want to be in that situation. Yeah, that's how I am. You know? <laughs> that's and that's the thing. Yeah. And it's going to be like that for a lot of people because they're just seeing the absolute worst situation. Yeah. They're not, we're not showing them, okay, that person's in that situation because they, not because they took out a loan, mm-hmm. because they took out a loan and didn't manage it properly. Yeah. You know, and if we can teach people to manage it properly, there may be situations where you do need to take out credit and debt, right? Okay. But you just, A, you need to make sure you're taken out for the right reasons. And I'm sure, you know, you know, Frank would echo this uh, and just know how to manage it. And you'll be fine. Companies, whole economies are based on taking out debt, mm-hmm. you know? So you really limit yourself if you completely stay away from it. That's just my personal opinion, you know, on, on this. Yeah. But in, in terms of debt and Obviously, you mentioned good debt and taking out debt for reasons. I feel like in my situation, that's the last thing that my parents would have showed me about because I don't think they understood about taking out debt and managing it properly. They just wanted to make sure. And we spoke on the podcast about the lack of information parents Mm -hmm. would give you, maybe because they feel like you're too young to understand. But I was told save money, but I wasn't really given... Um, much information on getting into bad debt, getting yourself into um, sticky situations, having to then climb out of it and ha- struggling off the back of that. And I feel like the lack of openness mm-hmm. um, makes you only move forward in the way your parents want to up to a certain age. So, for example, save your money. At the age when my parents could tell me what to do, that's what I had to do. So when I got my first job and I was getting paid quite a reasonable amount for a weekend job, my mum told me save half of it. And I did it begrudgingly for a while. Then mm-hmm. I got to the age where I'd stopped doing it. So I think the lack of background as to why you should save, maybe hearing your parents' personal experiences of how they've yeah. gotten themselves into trouble and how they don't want you to do the same thing can make you literally do what they do what they tell you to do while you're at the age where you have to do it. As soon as you're able to stop, you stop. And that's what I did. As soon as I was at the age, I was at the age where I felt like I could make my own decisions and do what I want with my own money. I completely did that and I got myself into ridiculous debt. Well, it's not even ridiculous, but I thought it was ridiculous. But because I didn't get to hear my mum's story of how badly it went or hear my dad's story, if he had one, I still don't even know to this day if he had one, <laughs> yeah. of how bad it got. Because I feel like they think as young children or children, because, you know, as Africans and black people, we're still children even at the age of yeah. 18. <clears throat> even at like the age these. of 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Twen- 20 plus. Yeah. Always. Um, Forever. Which there's a lack of openness with financial information how many did any of your parents talk to you about 
how much they were earning, no. what's no. a good salary. No. I had to find out no. um, for no. student finance, though. That's the first time oh, I really? found out yeah, how actually, much they yeah. earn. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. 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 No, but yeah, communication between the various generations is important, right? And not mm. just in our demographic, but in the wider society. Yeah. You know, so you'll see, you, you know, if you look into this kind of stuff, you'll see them talk about baby boomers versus uh, millennials in terms of, you know, them having it being perceived that they have all the money and we're struggling or it being definitely harder for us than it is for them. And there's very much a them and us kind of mentality. And I definitely see that in our community where the parents look at us as being not good with money. We spend too much. We don't save. And we kind of look at them thinking, well, if it was as easy for you as for us as it was for you, maybe we'd do the same as you. So I think it's just about kind of communicating. And I think that's what this episode will do or I would like for it to do. Definitely. Um, for parents to speak to their kids and understand that, okay, they may not do exactly what you've told them to do, but that doesn't mean you can't talk to them and try and have influence. You know what I mean? Uh, I do think in our communities, we need to get away from only parenting with control. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that's a big problem. We, 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 we feel that if we can't control our kids and they're not obedient to us, then there's a problem. Uh, I, I think I totally agree. I, I think we need to get past that. You know, you're trying to raise an adult. And at a certain yeah. point, you need to understand they are another adult yeah. and you can give them advice and have influence. But if they choose to go their own way, you have to let them and let them learn from their mistakes. Because nine times yeah. out of ten, they'll come back to you if you were right. Mm. You know, yeah. and I think that's what I've seen, uh, especially as a Caribbean, maybe even looking into the African community. I think it's even worse that there's that desire for obedience from your children. Mm-hmm. forever yeah. yeah and i think that could cause possibly I, I don't know I, 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 t- I totally agree and i think that can stunt them um mentally and financially as yeah. well yeah. and i think <clears throat> parents now also need to allow their kids to be creative as well yes yeah. because i think long gone other days are at least you have a job or you're working nine to five you can't just have a nine to five and it's not at least you got a job anymore no allow your kids to be creative because those are the ones that are going to be providing jobs for the next generation yeah this is true so i'm not saying that you must stay at home and be a bum and like chasing your dreams but if your kids are actively chasing their dreams while they're working a part-time job or even if they're not working a part-time job and they are being creative in the field they want to be creative support them as well support their dreams i always always hear stories of parents you know that see their children just at home working hard from their desktop or laptop and they're always asking why are you not going out to get a job whatever whatever but they're doing something creative that they're making their own brand being an entrepreneur but they just don't understand until they see the money coming in and then that's what's not celebrating it's like it shouldn't be like that yeah but remember we spoke about where we think that came from when our parents came to this country with some of us um depending on their age all they knew is okay when i have kids here they have to get a good education yeah because that's what they saw so seeing other races that have looked like they had made it yeah without asking the questions it's assumed that they're here because they've had a great education mm. so their focus yeah. is yeah. make sure my child's not going to be the child of an immigrant family that's going to be riffraff on the road yeah and make sure my child is educated i don't think they looked past that and mm. maybe due to a lack of time because mm. they've got their own struggle trying to make it yeah. but i think it was literally you need to be educated so that's why it was school college uni job, job. yeah, that yeah. that's literally that's the order <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to change I, that. I want to say something. Go, um, Francis. Or, um, what do you call it? It's not Francis. No, okay. <laughs> who's this? Who's this? Okay. Oh, sorry. You gave me some fake name. That's why I go. <laughs> no, I said it's Frederick. Oh, Frederick. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, no, no, I'm, I'm saying there's a lot of time. You know, I know we're meant to be talking about spending habits and that, but I want to speak on behalf of parents because um, I'm not a parent yet, but I kind of get it now. 
35 years later, um, why uh, my parents just think the way they did. And that's because um, they were only open to certain options that were available to them at the time. And sometimes they need the young ones to almost try and communicate that to them. Yeah. Yeah, not because 100%. they don't want to support you, they, don't, they just don't get it. And if you're sitting at home and what they see is you bumming it out full time in the name of I'm being creative, that doesn't really sell to an African parent. No, if it means no, like no, getting someone to actually explain, this is the plan, this is where I'm going, this is how I'm going to get there, it, it helps. You know, African parents are not mean, they're not demons trying to just die for you. No. They just need some kind of guidance when it comes to that. Let, break it down so that they can understand it. If it's music that you're doing, even if it's art you're doing, if you can show someone a clear plan yeah. of what you're doing, Good how point. you're going to get there, then it's almost like, oh, okay, I don't know, but what, they might just do it in other ways or something. Because remember, they've got experience, they just don't know even, you know, how to make the most out of it. So sometimes actually communicating that helps. Rather than just, you don't understand, slam the door, bam, I'm leaving. <laughs> and then two twos, like, my mum's not supporting me. No, it doesn't work like that. Try and communicate what you're trying to do or your vision. That helps. And if you need help doing that, you know, shout me in it. <laughs> no, but that's a good point. And I think two-way communication is important because I'm someone I like to speak to older people a lot because as much as there's mm-hmm. things that happen to us today that they don't understand, a lot of things do repeat themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Or they'll tell you what they went through as kids and it's similar to what we're going through. Yeah. So they, there is wisdom you can get from the older. So it, it definitely needs to be two-way. I agree. And I think um, older people be open to have that conversation with your children. There's some people that would have changed and are open to it, but there's maybe a lot of people that have still got the old school mentality where they <sighs> feel like their children can't teach them anything. Yeah. But we're getting to the age mm-hmm. where we've been in this country longer than you have now. So maybe our knowledge... Sorry, I thought I was shady. <laughs> no, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not But our knowledge is going to be different to what you have. Of yeah. course, if we were living back home in Ghana, that's, that a, that's where so I'm from anyway. They're so stuck in their ways, it's ridiculous. the way things work there. But where I've been here now, I'm now of a certain age and I've been in this country from birth, maybe I've got knowledge that can also help them. So I think it's, it's two-way communication. Being open to... Yeah. hear what your parents are saying but also being mm-hmm. your parents being open so your parents yeah. being open to hear what you're saying to them be, being open to have that conversation with them and yeah. be patient with them because their mentality is different to us so we need to just work yeah. together and be patient with it <laughs> so, <I wanna laughs> Jessica what is your spending habits and what did your parents teach you or didn't teach you okay <laughs> <laughs> um my spending habits, well, in the beginning, when I started, it started from college, every week I used to get £40 for just lunch. Damn. That £40 used to get wasted oh, until Thursday. That's a quite a lot of money, no? A week? £40. £40. Was that EMA? No, my oh, mum. Oh, oh, okay. well, does that include um, travel? Or that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Okay. It does. Oh. <laughs> is that a lot of money? Yes. <laughs> Francis looks like he wants some. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never got £40 a week, but anyway. Okay. Yeah, so... um. From every week, he used to get free pound. I used to splash it every single week. So I never used to save my money then. Until my mum realised, like, I'm getting older and I need to have more responsibility and save my money. So she got me an account, which is a savings account. And I just kept on putting money in there instead. Mm. When it came to uni, you start getting, seeing student discount, seeing people work in certain places to get discount for you. You start splashing your money out there when it comes to uni and stuff. Mm. But then when I left uni... I I left a certain bank because of the overdraft. I was so scared that I'd be over like I have to pay loads off for that. So I had to I just like paid it all off and left that bank. Started fresh in my my bank I grew up with, and I started saving money from there. 
Mm. But ever since I started working with my parents at home and I finished university, they're all like, just save, just save, just save. But then when I was at university, a lot of my friends started getting credit cards. I didn't understand why. Okay. I love the benefits of credit cards either. Mm. But I never spoke to my mothers about it because I, I don't know what they would say about it. If they said yes or no, they want me to build credit. I don't know. Because I don't know still how to build credit. Mm. NK is going to help me with that in the future. But right now I'm using his credit. Instead of helping with his credit. <laughs> That's another thing. What were you guys taught about credit cards at that that age? So uni age, eighteen. Yeah, not to get ish. them. Yeah. Same, yeah. Yeah. Same here. Just don't get caught up in credit cards. Yeah, but I think at uni or at that age, it's it's, it's fair to tell you not to get credit cards because let's be real. In theory, you shouldn't need it. If you have parents, you come from a relatively good home where you're not starving. You know, you're getting grants or what. You should not need a, a credit card you unless, but you should not unless, have them. Yeah. You're obviously in a situation where you don't have financial support mm-hmm. and you're trying to study, etc. Then you might be in a situation where that is an option for you, right? Okay. Yeah. I think even just being taught what it's about yeah, and what, it is. what the risks are, but also the benefits and then maybe having that conversation with your children saying we can revisit it as soon as you finish uni. Yeah. Yeah, because you have to remember at these freshers' weeks, those banks are going to be there trying to sell it to them. Yeah. So if you just don't tell them about it, it's more likely they're going to take it out. Exactly. Right? If, if you inform them of it, and you both come to an understanding that they, they don't need it, yeah. and maybe they don't take it out. Because I'm sure many people just don't know about credit cards. The banker sits in front of them and says, yeah, take this three, two grand or whatever it's going to mm-hmm. be, and you don't have to pay it back straight yeah. away. All the upsides, because that's what a salesman does, right? Then you take it, because you need it, cause, and all your yeah. friends are taking it. So yeah. I think it's important, yeah. if nothing else, we teach our kids what these things yeah. are, and explain to them why potentially they don't need it. So just tell them. So what what age do you think is is right for you to get a credit card? Oh, what what mental ability? I don't think it's age. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's age. Yeah, I think it's situation that. dependent. Yeah. Okay, agreed. I think you so, need to be earning. Um, I think, um, uh, what do you call it? When it comes to the credit card thing, most of our our parents, you see, there's a perception when it comes to credit card, it equals debt, and most people can't afford to pay it back, yeah. and then they get screwed over. So, again, back to the parents thing. The only reason why a parent would say no to a credit card is, in their mind, the initial instinct is to protect you. I don't want you falling into no debt. I don't want anything bad happening to you and your stuff being repossessed. So, don't do it. So, it comes back to the whole thing. If they had a better understanding of it, mm. yeah. they would have realized a long time ago that actually, you need to build credit. Because there's a, such a thing as actually having no credit at all. So, it's almost an understanding thing. So some people, it's not that they have bad credit, you actually have no credit. And, and, and that's equal the same thing. If I don't know who you are, I'm not going to lend it to you. So yeah. again, um, it's just a miseducation around it where, you know, if you do now know, you're asking now what's the best age to do it, I'll give a credit card to a 16 rather than a debit card right now. Simply because I want them to spend, make sure they have the money that they're spending to pay back at the end of the month to clear it or maybe just keep a little bit over so the credit card thing they're getting a bit of money debt, but they're not really but you know teach them how to manage that finance because the credit card is literally some of the best way I know people now you know shout out to my Asian Connect you know <laughs> around the world like they have credit that is so good like it's like 2% on everything that they borrow on 2% or even less that is brilliant you guys and that's because they've been doing it for from early. Oh, well, you guys get lo- even lower than that. Is that what you said? No, I'm I'm thinking about the 16 year old thing, and yeah. I think that's actually quite a good idea. If you know that you are going to give your child a certain amount of money a month or a week, mm-hmm. and you give them a credit card with a very very low limit, 
let them know that you're not expect say it say it was 200 pounds for 50 pounds a week mm-hmm. and you're telling them that you're expecting that 200 pounds to last them the entire month so they need to keep on checking making sure they're not going over that 50 pounds um a week yeah, yeah. and then you know that you're going to put that 200 pounds back on the credit card if the credit card is in their name you're getting them to manage their spending you're getting them used to online banking if they need to regularly check how much they're spending but you're also helping their credit because you know that that 200 pounds is getting paid yeah. every month so i think that's that's the first time i've heard of it but that's a very very good idea absolutely I and, and i idea. didn't know this too late in life yeah and sometimes i get angry that why <laughs> didn't my parents know but then they're trying to hustle for me so i get food on the table so i don't blame them too tough but that's for us now to educate ourselves in the future you know, so yeah. Just to so, add I'm, something, I'm, I'm not I'm not throwing any stabs at parents. I'm kind of backing for the parents this afternoon. Yeah. So anyone well, listening to hear me out, show you know, just you know that you know what time it is. I've got your back. And- <laughs> <laughs> One thing we haven't really covered. We've spoken about why, why, etc. But I think the bottom line is a lot of things our parents didn't know. They couldn't have taught us, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't know. And they're, them telling you to save, you know, it's it's a good thing they're telling you to save. But then someone who knows a lot better would say, well, you're saving, but some of that money should be invested yeah. or should be put into this or this type of savings or this type of investment, etc., etc." anybody ever talked about investing? No, and I, and I don't think our parents knew about it. No, no, no same. And that's fine. I think that's understood. Uh, I just think what my point of view is it's not too late, mm. you know, so many of them can now try and get that knowledge or try and help you along that journey or make sure that their kids now know about investing. So it's, yeah, we know the sins of the past, mm-hmm. whatever. It's what are we going to do about it now? That's probably the most important thing we need to understand. What are we going to do? Because we recognise that there's a gap in knowledge there. Yeah. Uh, we need to now fill it. Yeah. What age do you think is best to start talking to your kids about investing? As soon as, soon as, as we get into money. Yeah. I, I remember I had bank accounts since I was really young. I can't remember. I, I must, I yeah, for yeah, twelve or thirteen. I was like, yeah. I was really. I had my own card, everything. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like a little book. Cash yeah, yeah, yeah. Book, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, book back in the days, you know, <laughs> Thank you so much. the late seventies. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are not that old. <laughs> you look and see Jerome's face. <laughs> Because Francis is uh, consistently this, this trying to make me look like the, an old man. Early, <laughs> this is mid-early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I've had a bank account since I was quite young. And I even remember online banking, when it was new, I had it instantly. Um, I guess somehow I've always been interested in that. Not just, I don't know, I've just always taken a liking into money or finances or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does AC count? Sorry? Well, oh, the, the 80s babies. Does AC's count? Because um, I have AC. Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> I mean, we do we not want to get into that. Podcast. <laughs> Disclaimer: <laughs> Anything that NK says is NK's views <laughs> only. Nothing to do with the Make Sense podcast. Just as well, because that also messes up some people's spending habits and people's, you know, financial. Uh, my friend, know, stuff. it's it's crime. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's criminal, criminal activity. Okay. Fraudulent activity will not be. It's criminal activity. Okay. <laughs> but the thing is touching on that very briefly the amount of people that end up paying back money that they didn't even get to use because of ACs because somebody trying to explain to you and twanging you into believing that putting your name down on this and being able to have this much money it's like say I don't know you do an AC and the payout's 10 grand they'll say they've got to divide it through the people that have yeah. benefited or worked it got been part of the operation yeah, yeah, yeah. so you get 2 grand it's in your name you have to pay back 10 grand mm. 
10 grand. I'm going to do my AC works, you know. So this is all new to me. 10,000 pounds is good, good. You don't need to. It's an absolute mess. No, but that's a good point because we all got tried. Someone tried to sell it to us in school. I know when I was in school, like 13, 14. People getting on the phone to me. Someone giving me their phone and say, yeah, this guy's going to put X amount in your account. I was just thinking, no, 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 no. I don't know you from anywhere. So why are you going to give me that kind of money? Me, it was PayPal. Was it PayPal? I need your PayPal account. Oh, right. It developed. Oh, it developed PayPal. It was straight account. Yeah, there was no chip pin when I was doing it. ACs <laughs> no. are a mess. My advice yeah, would just stay, be away, stay from away from them. And I've there's many of them on Instagram as well that they say oh they can flip your money they can turn your we do not disclosure disclosure if they come it's if they crime. follow you on social media please yeah, block with the quickness go do not God wait for God to bless you please do not find any illegal ways to be making money it's not worth it in the long run please don't do it yeah yeah but back to really 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 want to think about it it's the same methodology that the government uses drop each and pay poor. <laughs> Say that again. Oh, it's the same thing the government uses. Is that what you said? Go on, go on, have it. Get it, get it. We're, we're, get, we're getting into very sensitive yeah, territory. Wait, should we say something? Oh, no, it's fine. Okay. Okay, would you say something as well? Okay, gone anyway. Oh. Yeah, back to the spending habits and what our parents taught us. Yeah, um, my mum doesn't know anything about investing. I'll say that for her. No, they, yeah. they, they think it, they don't really believe in it. You know, they think yeah. oh, it's this thing. But you better stay away from it. You know? Yeah, I don't know much about money. it, but just stay away. From yeah, it's because yeah. you don't have access to it. They're used to having access to their money, yeah. and if they can't see it or touch it, yeah. it's, it's and, and and that's another thing. The old generation they like physical and tangible things. Yeah, you know, they don't really like things they can't see or touch. Yeah. they think so. If I have a house. I can go to the house, I can touch it, it's there, I know it's there. Mm. If they have shares of the company, it's just all this virtual stuff. They're like, one minute it's there, one minute it's not. Yeah. So, yeah, that's also an angle to kind of look at for them. It might be a little bit Mm. harder to understand how you can have something that doesn't really exist and that's making you money, right? So, what age do you think is best for a young person to start investing in companies and stuff like that or I I think it it really it depends on so many different things when you say a young person right yeah does that person are your parents giving you the money do you have the money are you working there's so many different sides so let's just say someone who's 18 yeah and that their parents give give them I don't know 20k Mm. clearly that 20k you want to put that away somewhere yeah so then it'll be good to invest at the age of 18 but say you're you're at 18, you're at uni, you're barely getting by, you're making a little bit of money. You sh- I don't know if you sh- that little bit of money you're getting, if you need it, or if you're going to need it in a short frame of time, then mm-hmm. you should definitely not be investing. Just leave it in your bank account because you're going to use it in two, three months anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So I, I guess, it's, it's, again, it's very situation dependent. Let's just say you're 25, you've been in the job for three years, you're earning good money, you have a large disposable income, you should definitely be saving some and investing a small portion of that. Right. Mm. That's advice to all parents out there. There's no one solution for everyone, right? Yeah, no, mm. absolutely not. And and I think this is what AK NK was saying earlier. It's it's pretty much a, a um a two way street with, yeah. with parents. So there's a lot we can teach them, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of how things work. Oh they listen though, that's a question. Like, that's yeah. no I don't I, yeah. But the thing is you've got I YouTube. That's situational. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can show them videos, you've got YouTube, you've got Google, you've got everything there's so many means out there for you to show them so yeah. there ain't really no excuse i hear that and i had a conversation with one of my friends yesterday and he made a very good point that 
with some people once they get to like their fifties and sixties, they're just not going to change. Yeah, they're setting their way, and this and 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 we I, for me, I think we need to address that elephant in the room, yeah. and they be told that. Cause they're, them, it, they're yeah, comfortable exactly it's for them to realize okay to maybe i'm sitting my ways maybe i do need to seek out new knowledge maybe mm. i do need to listen to somebody younger than me yeah i think there's also that pride thing this small yes. small boy is going to tell me how to live my yes, life yes absolutely you know? it's very high <laughs> in africa family. There's, there's so much to it you know and it goes away just from finance to into like social mm. structures and whatnot um but yeah it's yeah it's not easy but I, it's something we need to address for sure yeah. as a people i always tell my mom it's 2018 you know you can learn a bit from me i can learn a bit from you but 100 percent. we just 100%. need to break free of this pride yeah. and just allow me to teach you a bit of course. you know i still learn from yeah. the traditional ways and stuff but yeah, it's so deep rooted it'll probably take generations yeah generations. Take and i years think we'll be the generation to start it. that's just me though. Yeah. yeah i think so you know i think there's a lot i'm seeing out there that makes me think that we're going to be that generation to spark some yeah. of these good behaviors that we've been missing yeah especially now when you see the people like say like Stormzy, the letitia rights and the ones that are in certain fields and making the name for themselves yeah independently as well so. independently yeah. and i remember i think i was watching an interview a couple of days ago and um Daniel, the one that was in Get Out and mm-hmm. Black Panther, mm-hmm. he was saying when he told his mum he wanted to be an actor, he was, she was like, yeah. it's just where's the money? Like, where's the yeah. zeros, etc." But again, oh. it's understandable from their perspective, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they're thinking you want to do something that a very, so only a very small number of people succeed in. So, th- so mm. from their perspective, it's more like, it's quite risky what you're trying to do yeah. in terms of living a comfortable life. But I think, I think to them it's, it's more like you have to invest in that and they know that money's going into whatever you're doing and they have, there's in two minds of it, it might not work, it might work. Mm. We're always wanting to but, flip but, it to work. See, what, what I think, right, with this whole say, uh, the difference between someone, your, your child telling you I want to be an actor yeah. and your child saying I want to be a lawyer. Right? Yeah. I think, or actually no, let's go back even further with this point of um, parents teaching us school, college, uni, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think regardless of what, education is very important. Yeah. As it stands, once my kids reach like high school age and I can kind of suss out what they're good at, what they enjoy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If they're into numbers, obviously I'm going to try and push them into some some kind of... Accounting. Yeah. Even if it's not accounting. Yeah. To study something which has a lot of numbers in it, which is very numerate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And lots of these kind of scientific subjects, if you do it, it gives you a lot of options to do different things. However, if my child at 16, 17 says, I have zero interest in that, yeah. I want to manage events or something like yeah. that, you don't need a degree to manage events. Okay, you need to be mm. disciplined, you mm. need to know about stuff, you need to research things. That's something you can, you can teach yourself. Yeah. So yeah. I, in that case, I definitely will not push them into, get, into going to uni. What I might do is give him a little money to set something up. Yeah. Or yeah. Help him to or something yes. like that. And yeah. make sure that he's self or yeah. he or yes. she is self educated. Yeah. So yeah. I think a lot of times parents kinda you know, I'm not a parent by the way, so I think you need to be able to suss out what your kids are good at mm-hmm. at yeah. an early age. Right. Mm. Very early. Like there's people I work with, right? Um there's this one guy. I ask him like um when did he become interested in finance? He was like, Oh, like his dad's friend or something when he was like 10 told him how much money he makes and what he does on a day-to-day and he was sold since the age of 10 so since then he's always wanted to be a trader wow yeah so he did maths he studied economics but since the age of 10 and it's only because of that conversation yeah and obviously his parents kind of picked up on it 
so then push them towards the right direction blah, yeah. blah, blah. so I think sometimes you just need to you know look at what do the kids like what are their interests I know it's not always easy mm. and some kids they just there's nothing they really like it's just for the live the good life yeah, um, yeah. I hear that and probably we need to have money to Help them with their interests. Yeah. yeah. And, and be willing and, um, to you know help money them. and also um, connections. Right? Yeah. Money and connections. But I think even if you don't have those things, because those aren't a given, just your time. Mm. So oh, I, amen. I, I am a parent, right? And my whole philosophy has always been, no matter, I, I tell her this, no matter what you want to do, all I ask from you, you do it with passion, drive and commitment. Yeah. And I will support you. So if I need to drive somewhere to go help you do this, if I need to go oh. research, I will help you chase your dream as long as I can see that you're chasing it harder than I want it for yeah, you. Yeah. And I think that's what we can do. It's not necessarily driving them into certain ways. It's seeing what they'll be potentially good at and what they're passionate about and just supporting that in any way you can. Because mm. you might not have money, you might not have the connections, but you do have time, right? Yeah. Um, when we spoke about the solution to this issue of not being passed information, we spoke about what we'd like to have been taught. Mm. Mm. So from Kalisha, <laughs> what would you have liked to have been taught from your parents? Um, my mum always just taught me to save, save, save and... That was it. So I think probably how to invest or how to make more money off my savings. Mm-hmm. I would have been in a much better position now and back then. And also, because I'm one very old school, she's gone in and she's like, oh, as long as you have a nine to five. So in certain times I was in a job that I absolutely... We have a caller. Sorry, one moment. Hi, this is the Hear Me Out show. You're live and direct. Can I have your name, please? Yeah, it's me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just bite it in, okay. Someone's talking. Have a listen. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, my mum's very old school, so her thoughts were at least you have a nine to five. And um, I was some, and because of that, I was in a job that I didn't like. So within, I could have left the job after two years, but I was ended up there to like six, seven years because I was thinking, oh my gosh, I can't get another job. I want to be creative, but where do I go? And, and you're just told that yeah, you have to have a job. Just yeah, and I was job. just told I have to have a job. So I would say. Yeah. 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 I, I kind of agree with your mom in that way. Do you know why I say that? Because I feel like in this day and age, you, you need an income, right? Or you need money, right? What's the easiest way to make money is to work. So you need some kind of, you need minimum. You need yeah. a minimum. So minimum, but also chase, chase the dreams or chase my, you need right. time to chase think, dreams. Yeah. So you I have think, to have a balance. Yes. Yeah. They should say you need minimum income, but do whatever you love. And if so you're not currently time, doing whatever you love, Make as long as you're making a little bit of money, try to focus on getting to the yeah, you know, see, yeah, the yeah. Point, having a side mm. hustle or side ambition, yeah. mm-hmm. which is something that seems to be quite popular now. Now, I wish it just existed back then, yeah, because yeah, me, I'm, I'm terrified of not having money, mm. like, it's the worst, yeah, same ever. here. So, I think if, majority of black people, yeah, if I, if I <laughs> lost my people. job today yeah. and I could not make money anyway and I'd have to do some menial work, I, I would definitely do it instantly, I'd do it, yeah, yeah. I, I think okay. I, I think for me um, if I was to think back what I would have liked to have been taught how to buy a house back then it was still Boy, advantageous oh. <laughs> to do so I wish I'd carry my as well <laughs> you know and, I th- and, I, and this isn't just my personal uh, situation I think many other people and because mm. I've heard other people say this to me that's mm. why I say it that at a time where there would have been some of our parents that couldn't afford to buy houses and hadn't yeah. but yeah. many did Right, and there's so many people I hear say, "I wish my parents taught me to do it too." Yeah, I wish my parents got me to buy a house at 16, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be probably one personal one to me. Um, but I think after that, it would just be, I, I think, tacking on from Kalisha's kind of point in regards to just get a job. I think one of the things I want to try and do is not just teach her to get a job, 
but look at what the job market's going to look like. Mm. So for me, in my personal situation now, having an, a nine-year-old, I'm understanding that financial services jobs are under threat in this country mm-hmm. and, uh, and the plan is for them to be replaced by tech jobs. Yeah. So, and I'm noticing that they're teaching them about coding in school. So in my mind, I know that she has to be a lot more tech savvy at her age than I was at her age. Yeah. Because most of the jobs, if she's just going to have to get her nine to five, yeah. it's more likely going to have to be in tech. So it's understanding that not all jobs are created equal, mm-hmm. right? And maybe back in their day, it was, you just got a nine to five and you can survive. Yeah. Now it's not having a job, it's the job you have that's important. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what I think they could have done a better job at. And I think going away from just a blame game, what we need to do, as in, so, cause I'm always want to focus on the solution. Yeah. Is understand, yeah. okay, can I, can what's I the world going to look like and how can well. we prepare them for it? Okay. And Kay, what'd you say? Yeah. So what I was going to say is what are the wish for, right? Is my dad, someone mentioned it briefly that they talked to someone when they were 10 years old That's and that was it for them. Yeah. You see, I believe our parents, um, network is actually quite, um, rich if you think about it they know a lot of people throughout mm-hmm. their experiences so they know the good guys they know the rich folk amongst themselves makes sense i'd have wished you know that my dad would have sat a few me, me down with a few of the top dogs just so that i can see for myself that rah these guys are making it and this is what they're doing good point. it would and have my life how? so much easier because 100%. a lot of the time I'm left to the perils of even my friends or school telling you to go to uni or study this subject blah 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 but if my dad knows an investment banker yeah he knows a property mogul he knows some sort of trader or even a market lady that's getting it and just sitting me down or giving me access to them to actually talk to me and say look this is what do I do this is how I do it it helps me be able to make a choice at that age to say actually you know what these are all your friends that are doing quite well. This is what they do. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be like that yeah. kind of thing, and then walk me through it rather than go to school, go to school, go to school. Like, do you know what I mean? It, it, it really well, hurts. Or simply me now. sitting you down and asking you, how much money do you want to make? Yeah. That question, you don't understand how powerful it is. That I asked my little brother that the conversation we had, he he was like he was shocked. I asked him how much money because he he was telling me he didn't want to go to uni, he didn't, he just didn't know what he wanted to do. I said, how much money do you want to make? And he said something like, yeah, like 50K. I said, okay, what job do you think will pay you 50K? Mm. He couldn't answer the question. He's mm. like, oh, uh, I don't know. I can, I can do freelance work. I said, okay, what freelance yeah, work? Yeah, in what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He couldn't What's answer the, the question. Like, yeah, What's the rates like? So then what we did, we went on prospects.co.uk, yeah. where you have every single job, how much you make, what it takes to get to that job, blah, blah, blah. And I forced him to spend a few hours on that website. But he's probably going to want to spend that time because he wants to know no, how to get to no, that 50k. he didn't want to spend that time. This is the thing. He oh didn't. Gosh. When you're young and dumb, you don't want to do it. <laughs> oh, wow. It's true. I don't mean... We've, everyone's been young and dumb yeah. at one point, right? Yeah. By yeah. dumb, he just means lack of knowledge because yeah. of yeah. age. Yeah. 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 Not, not, not dumb. Once, yeah. <laughs> we're young and dumb, okay? So I'm not trying to insult any young people. Okay. Um, Similar to what NK said, I would have liked to have been... So mm-hmm. I was told to save. I obviously would have liked to have... Um, got more information on investing but I would like to have changed the approach at which I was told to save I would like to have had more of a conversation mm. and understood what those savings can do for me yeah. why you need to learn to manage your money I, yeah I'd like I think I would have benefited more rather than just doing it because I had to and then stopping as soon as I got the chance to be free so yeah. I would have liked to have just had a, more of a conversation about what my future plans were yeah. about managing money about credit about just what my plans were for the money mm. and uh, just 
just like a more, a more of a humble conversation rather and obviously it's going to be parent to child but maybe a less controlling um conversation on what i could do with my money and how i could manage it i think that would have benefited me because i think it's so similar to like the going out thing you know people say if you restrict your kids completely with going out the minute they get to go out they're going to be absolutely reckless but yeah yeah that's something that i, I would have go yeah, I think just to chip in on that, I think it's a thing with especially our parents' generation and us. Our parents like to tell us, don't do this, don't, 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 don't. But a lot of the times they don't ex- explain and give us a bit more of an insight as to, as to why they say it's that. that need for and that's why sometimes I'm, sorry? It's a need of a control, oh. that, um, that's what Jay said. Oh yeah, oh yeah, so yeah, the need of control. And so because of that, um, when we do get the freedom or whatever it is, just kind of go ham. We want to experience, oh, why was I told don't do this, don't do this, don't do that? So we kind of go crazy with it. So yeah, I definitely think it's the mentality of like our parents, they, they need to give us that understanding and explain things because I think as, um, most of us will know in our generation, we like to ask why a lot. When your yeah. mum told you, like, don't do this, we like say, why? Why shouldn't I? Yeah. I know for me, my mum's always just like, oh my baby, but, because I'm always asking why we're quite inquisitive and you know our parents generation might find that like annoying but it's needed because you need to explain things because that's how we learn that's how we understand things so I think if that approach is changed you know it will help it like we um most people touched on we learn something from them they're learning something from us and then we move forward that's how I think not just in terms of financial not just financially but things will change in general Everything. So, yeah i think in terms of life you, life teaching and life planning if parents if you want your children to be like you make sure majority of what they learn in terms of life is at home because yeah. everywhere outside is going to explain the why's or they're going to explain their version of why yeah. so make sure yeah. not in terms of academics because there's teachers and lecturers out there to do that in terms of life planning and being um street smart make sure majority of what your children learns is from you including the why yeah that's true okay so now we come to the end of the program of hear me out show thank you guys for coming in thank you this for is the making again. sense podcast good. i'm guess yeah is, is it last next week the last week? next week's the yes. last one yeah. uh next week's the oh. last one with the, the making sense podcast with us as well um, if we can negotiate some stuff <laughs> 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 i hope so um it's now 11 57 a.m in the morning this has been hear me out show with the crew i'm a london i must call myself amy how why i don't know <laughs> i'm a london reasonable Rachel and Amazing Grace and NK as well who's been in the line don't know for him still yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah so bye guys thank you thank for listening you. Take care. follow us on yes. at Making Sense PC on Instagram and Twitter Making Sense PC parents please reach out to us let us know what you think of yes. what yeah. Yeah. we really want your perspective uh, can you let us know what um, what episode in the podcast is they're talking about the spending yep it was episode 10 and you right. can find us on soundcloud stitcher Cast itunes Castbox. just google the making sense podcast and everything will come up great thank you very much and also so us on our socials as well hear me out show hmo show and twitter instagram you can pass the facebook facebook as well briefly oh yeah we're also on facebook, facebook page. now as well oh great anyway guys have a lovely weekend and we see you next week saturday bye guys Take care. Bye. Bye.